0: We are live tonight. Welcome, Jason and Delphia. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Hi, everyone.
0: Hello. And today, the podcast, the uh, message, the title is The Power of One Voice. Oh, how interesting. What do you think? (laughs) Power of One Voice.
2: Sounds mysterious.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It sounds motivating and inspirational.
0: I think so, too. So we'll just uh, jump straight into it. Um, So I have here, what is the meaning of the title, The Power of One Voice? Thoughts?
1: Mm. It's like there's so many different things that could come from that. What my mind jumps to is influence. And the influence we have on others in that, yeah, we are just one voice in like 7 billion other people, but we can have a big effect on those people around us. Yes, it may not be all of the 7 billion people, but it could be those in our community who then go and spread that voice onto other people. So I think it's, for my mind, it just automatically goes to our influence that we have on people.
2: Mm-hmm. Very good, Jason. Yeah, um, I, I agree as well. Maybe it's not yeah exactly the voice, you know. Um, it's not so much what you say. It could be what you do. It could be um, yeah how you live. You know that can can influence someone. Um, but again, you know it could be what you say. It could be your words because words have power. Um, and I think uh, the voice is one way that we can convey our words as well. Mm, mm very good. Well the agenda for me basically
0: uh, of choosing this topic is to encourage uh, each listener tonight to be a witness, to also encourage uh, us to be at the same time to humble ourselves and be a good listener, and also to encourage to ultimately um, spread the gospel because that that's the the true goal of this uh, podcast in essence. So, the structure of, uh, of the podcast tonight would be when the power of one voice, there's three key elements. So there is the speaker, there is the listener, and there is the message.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: um, to that's, that's the order that we're going to go through tonight. And first, we've got the speaker. So I wanted to take three uh, historical figures um, in history, and I'll bring them into light now. And uh, we can talk a little bit, elaborate on them, how they apply. So um, the first historical figure is Alexander Graham Bell. Who knows who's that?
2: No. Nope. Who is Alexander Graham Bell?
0: Nope, nope. Doesn't ring a bell.
1: <laughs> no. <Nah. Wow, laughs> well, well, well.
0: <laughs> Alexander Graham Bell was a Scottish-born scientist, an inventor best known for inventing the first working telephone in 1876, the founding the Bell phone and company in 1877. So Bell's success came through his experiments and sound and he f- and the furthering of his family's interest in assisting the deaf with communication. No. So I took a literal example there, the power of one voice. He was the one who um, invented the telephone. So literally he put the voice through the air so we can communicate like we are now on the podcast. Mm. No. So What do you think?
1: Well that's now, awesome. yeah. Now that we know <laughs> who he is and what he did, yes, <laughs> I understand why you chose him.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so the next uh, character I have here on my list is. Let me let me let me give you a hint. <clears throat> I have a dream.
2: Martin Luther. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Martin
0: Luther King Jr. was a social activist and a ba- and a Baptist met uh, Baptist. Minister who played a key role in the American civil rights from the mid-1950s until his assassination in 1968, King sought equality and human rights for African-Americans, their uh, economical disadvantage, and all victims of injustice through peaceful protest.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, could you
2: elaborate on that? Um, I think uh, that voice is... I mean, I, I've got no, nothing to sort of fall back on in terms of you know Alexander Graham Bell's voice or anything that he said. Um, uh, I can imagine that, that you know that first telephone call or whatever it is that someone went, hello, you know. <laughs> maybe <laughs> that, maybe that would be the thing that sort of identifies him. But for Martin Luther, everyone knows that famous speech. You know what I mean? I yes. have a dream. Um. Um, So it it becomes a significant um, um, point to identify him and and what he stands up for. Um, So that's my thoughts, really, on those two so far. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So
0: our thoughts, Delphia?
1: Yeah, probably just like how, you know, we're talking about the power of one voice, and it's, I guess, like for Martin Luther King, Yeah. It wouldn't have been easy to have stood up and made that initial, you know, time where, you know, he's like, you know, I need to go and speak out against this. And, um, you know, it takes incredible courage, but look at the work that was done through people who went and stood up and actually went and did it, you know? And, um, I think that's something also that's really cool about that. It's like, you know, um, it would have been hard but you know now we look back and we he's a great figure in history so i think um, that's something cool to go and look at as well as how you know the courage is admirable and the work they did is admirable so yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah and and with both of these characters uh alexander graham bell and martin luther king both of them weren't uh raised in a special household they weren't given everything they actually were two ordinary people who actually went against the grain of society against the flow. And they had a dream, both of them and a message that they wanted to uh, bring light and out of the darkness. And, and uh, they proved themselves um, after many failings um, through both of them. Um, But moving on to the next uh, uh, figure. Um, So going a bit younger and younger in history, So the next historical figure, can't really say historical, but is Justin Bieber.
2: Who?
0: Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. The singer. Singer, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so at age 12, Bieber's first uh, finished second in a local singing competition. Then he then uh, started singing covers as well as the original songs and puts... On his uh, YouTube channel where he was discovered by Scooter uh, Brown, he also man- uh, who also manages Ariana Grande. He was then signed by Usher, who won the bid for, for Bieber over Justin Timberlake, who also wanted to sign him. So <clears throat> the, the point that I wanted to bring up Justin Bieber was I wanted to bring up someone who was quite fresh in our minds, not so much... Oh, who was that person? What did he do? <laughs> type thing. So um, actually, uh, I was just scrolling on Instagram and then I saw like a quite a biblical uh, message or video from Justin Bieber and I thought, huh? Really? Is Justin Bieber religious? Huh? So I've got a couple of quotes here from Justin Bieber and it says, Justin uh, wrote, many people would mistake me for a religious man, which I'm not. Religion points out your flaws and perpetuates discouragement. He continued, I believe Jesus is the savior of human- humanity and that his love is what changes us. I believe that the brokenness of humanity pains God and that he sent an answer and provided hope in Jesus. The That's beloved. Thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it is really. I, I, I was quite interested. And uh, the beloved husband uh, of Haley Bieber also had a piece of advice for his fellow followers as to how one can true, truly live on for eternity. So uh, Justin said, "My advice is to steer clear of religion, but put your hope in the in in the eternal One who died and excruciating death, so that you and I could truly live on for eternity." This is what I believe, and it has brought me extraordinary peace through the pains of this broken planet. He, he concluded his a heartfelt note by adding, this truth helps me to let go and not store treasures here on earth. Mm. I believe this pain won't last forever. One day I will be in heaven where there is no pain or suffering, but until then I live by faith, not by sight.
1: Wow! Wow. (laughs) are are, are,
2: are
0: you amazed as I
2: am which Justin Bieber is this yes the the
1: pop idol Justin Bieber Bieber
2: (coughs) the the baby baby
1: oh (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah I did not um, see that coming that uh, you would mention him but uh, nonetheless you did and I did not know that about him yeah
0: (laughs) Mm, wow that's interesting yeah <laughs> mm. <clears throat> so um yeah so that was thank you for um helping i got it cut out there for a second but uh yeah it was great to know that these uh figures that we know um here um can actually provide an approach that from any background um that we can provide hope to um those in need so um that was a little bit of the structure of we've, we've got the speaker we've we have touched points on these three uh, figures, Alexander Graham Bell, Martin Luther King, uh, Justin Bieber. So the next part of it was the listener. So what's the point of having a good message if the person you're talking to on the other end is not even listening? Mm. (laughs) Right? What's the point then? So so I think that uh, Jesus actually described to us a particular parable in the Bible, that describes the type of listeners and that how we can uh, approach our message to someone and tailor tailored to them, or whether if it's worth don't cast uh, pearls before swine, if it's even worth worth uh, giving the message to a particular person. So maybe I would like to uh, ask Jason to elaborate a little bit about the parable of the sower. Thank you.
2: Well, yeah, it's it's a great parable actually, um, and I think. Uh, the sower is, I mean, the, is this, is the sower? Um, what's the word now? Um, is he? The, is, is he look at specific? Is he specific in where the seed is falling? So the parable of like is found in Mark chapter four, where the sower goes forth to sow some seeds, and some of the seeds fell by the wayside, and um, and we know that the seeds that fell by the wayside, the fowls of the air they came and devoured the seeds. Some seeds fell on stony ground and um, there wasn't much earth there because it was mostly full of stone and, and then um, they sprang up but because there was no, not enough earth. It dried up. Um, <clears throat> the sun, when the sun came, it dried up because they didn't have enough root or the roots weren't deep enough. And some other seeds fell on, on thorns or fell among thorns. And then the thorns grew up and, and choked it and they yielded no fruit. And then there were some other seeds that fell on good ground, and these seeds sprang up, and they produced 30, 60, and some of them 100-fold. And we know that, they, that the type of, um, yeah, the type of soil or type of ground represents the, the hearts of the type of the hearers, basically. Um, and my question was, was the sower discriminative of the type of hearers? Or does it so happen to be the hearers themselves who um, are discriminative of the type of seed?
1: Well, you can tell that um, this saw he didn't go and as you said, he didn't go and have a specific patch of land where he only put his seed. You know, some of it fell on the wayside, some fell on, you know, rocky ground. Um, it went to all the different places, you know, where yeah. it may be able to find root. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that there was discrimination yeah. um, on the part of the sower. He was doing his job. He was throwing the seed um, where it needed to go or, and it fell where it fell for a reason. Yeah. But um, as you said, the heart, which is represented by the soil, that's um, what it depends on rather than you know where it's thrown is depending on the heart that it falls on and whether it will receive that um that's a seed i think uh
0: to answer your question jason there i think both plays a part both uh the sower and also the listener i mean um i think that the sower can play a part in on the type of soil that the seed falls upon i mean if you have the time to uh till the ground till the soil um prepare it at the end of the day no matter how much tilling and preparing the soil uh, <clears throat> then it's still up to um the listener at the end of the day but i think there's still a part that uh we can do to nurture the seed at least a little bit
2: <laughs> Mm. that's uh that's interesting because when you look a little bit further into it it does say that um it, it's all about the it does say it's all about the heroes basically mm. um <clears throat> and um the quality of the hearers suggests that the hair is the one that actually um uh, receives the receives the seed do you know what i mean mm. um and I'm, I'm reading from verse verse 16, so Mark chapter 4, verse 16. It says, um, These are they, which likewise, um, which were sown on stony ground, who, when they had heard the word, immediately received it with gladness and have no root in themselves, and so endure but for a time. Afterwards, when affliction and persecution arise, for the world's sake, immediately they are offended um, and so um, they the, the heroes received the word. They were glad. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, but it takes a bit more than just uh, okay, yeah. We, we hear what you're saying. It's fantastic. Yeah. What what else? What now? What? You know, mm-hmm. it's it's great. But now what? Um, and it suggests that they didn't have. They, there's something more than just hearing a you know hearing a a good motivational speech and like what 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 you know. Justin Bieber says is much more than hearing, uh, like, you know, great motivational speech, like what Martin Luther said. And we know that some people, when they probably heard Martin Luther's speech, they it, it had a profound impact on their lives. Some people actually went and they did, um, they sold their houses to, you know, to contribute to the cause. They actually joined in the fight because they were inspired by the words. So it takes more than, and some people probably heard the same exact speech but just went back to their house and they did nothing about it. Do you mm. know what I mean? Um, so it takes it takes something deeper than just yeah we've heard it. Now what? Mm. No, it's very good. Thank
0: you very much uh, for that. Um, do you have something <laughs> else to add there, uh, Delphia?
1: Um, Believe that it is like like we can be told, you know, a lot, you know. And there could be many messages out there that um, are really amazing, but also depends on how we receive it. You know, you could go, and someone could say something to you, but then you can go and take what they've said, but then you could maybe twist it and turn it so much that you've now gotten a whole different message from it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, they just they they said something specific, and that's all they meant from it. Like there was no deeper thing than that they just they said it that's what they meant they meant what they said they said what they meant um but then sometimes we can go and look at that and be like no they they must mean this like they 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 must have an ulterior motive or something (laughs) so i think a lot of the time we can get ourselves in trouble by going and taking what someone has said the message that they had for us but then going and saying oh well what about this what about that you know and um sometimes we can go and get something totally different than what the um, speaker wanted us to um, have, you know? So I think there's also danger in that, that we can go and um, take something that someone said, you know, maybe from the goodness of their heart and just, you know, said it passionately, but then it's just like, ah, nah, they mustn't be true about it. Mm -hmm. You go what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying.
1: Thank you for that.
0: So we looked at... uh three historical figures but I think since it is a Christian podcast we should touch base on three biblical figures why not sure yeah sounds good so the first biblical figure I um, come to mind when I think the power of one voice is of David and uh what bible verse came to mind when I thought of David was first Samuel 17 verse 43 to 46 and this is a little bit of context. Um, David's about to go onto the battlefield to face Goliath. So I'm sure that everyone is uh, familiar with the story. But if you're do, if you not, um, you can look up 1 Samuel uh, chapter 17 and uh, read through a little bit of context there. So I'll be reading from uh, verse 43 to 46. And uh, so the Philistine said to David, am I a dog that you come to me with? Sticks and the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said unto David, Come to me, and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts and the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I'll strike you and take your head from from you and this day i'll give the carcasses of the camp of the philistines to the birds of the air and the and the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a god in israel so that was uh, an amazing message a voice that david uh um said
2: did
0: anything that came comes to your mind when you think of
2: david oh yeah i I love that passage you know um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for a while i used to i used to read this passage and he used to make the the hair on the back of my head stand up Ooh. Because, yeah it would say like david ran at him do you know what i mean He yeah. wow. literally ran at the giant he was like i'm gonna tell you so you have no idea what you're up against <laughs> <laughs> the giant the I mean, giant literally didn't know what he was up against you know <laughs> he thought he was looking at a little guy it's a little guy Um, But the the giant's eyes weren't really open. And I I think the words of David are um, in verse 47 and powerful. And he says, all this assembly shall know that the Lord save it, not with sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's and he will give it, I will give you into our hands. Mm -hmm. Um, And those those words are powerful, not just for, you know, the giant who was standing before him, but also for the assembly as well. And for us as well, you know, you mm-hmm. can see that, yeah, um, it's not about how big your sword is or big your, because the giant had pretty huge spears. Uh, um, I think I heard someone mention just last week how big one of those spears were something like 30 pounds. Um, <laughs> and um, what? He was huge.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess, like, if he had a normal-sized spear, it'd probably look like a toothpick or something. So, yeah, he probably would have to have a bigger one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, it's really crazy, though. Like, when, as you said, uh, Jason, about how he ran at the giant, I remember reading in, like, a book for my school about this. They had, like, um, a novel version. And it's like, you know, and David started running toward the giant, and then everyone else is like, he's running the wrong way. <laughs> like, he should be running back to the camp. He should be running towards the giant. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, um, a lot of times I think, you know, it's a great example for us, you know. We've got the giants in our lives that, you know, we had to face. But, um, you know, um, there's a word as someone who's very great, and that's the God of um, the Lord of hosts, you yeah. know, the god of heaven you know and we can come in that name um and in uh, the voice that he's um uh, given to us against the battles that we face in our lives
2: yeah i think david as well he was motivated by that courage that god had been with him in in the past you know when he said lion and the, and the bear as well yes yes in defending his sheep and so he was confident that God was going to deliver him as well. And so that his voice, his words, they came from a place of bravery. Mm. They came from a place of victory. Do you know mm. what I mean? He, awesome. he had that previous victory. And so the words that came out of his mouth were not, he he believed everything he said. Um, and that's where those words came from. It was from a deep place of victory. It was a place of a um, History had a history of walking with God and, and working with God and, and winning with God. Work, walk, and win. Yeah, that be mm, mm. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat>
0: Thank you very much for that. Uh, moving on to the next uh, uh, Bible figure, we have Joseph. Who's... I always love the story of Joseph. Oh, world, oh, I wonder why. I <laughs> wonder why. Yeah. Uh, whose name is Joseph? Oh, hmm uh genesis 50 verses 18 to 20 this is the one that stood out to me um it's at, at the end of the story of joseph if you want to read more about it you can uh read in genesis uh, chapter 50 um and around those chapters to uh figure out uh, the story of joseph but towards the end for those who are already familiar with the story is that um the brothers have already uh haven't yet found out that it is Joseph and and they and, and in eight, verse 18 and then the and then his brethren also went and fell down before his face and they said behold we are thy servants and then Joseph turned around said to them fear not for I in the place of God but as for you ye thought evil against me but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save such people alive so that's when joseph revealed to them that he is already this uh rule of egypt and and the brothers were really shocked and they they thought oh, oh he, he's already in this place and and uh they were they were ready to be uh joseph's servant but joseph forgave them and um god always have a plan for us so that that was the main message that i got from that story
1: mm. Mm. And I must say that Joseph is one of my favorite Bible characters Um, because, like, his story, like, he is a kid, like, he's loved by his father, hated by his brothers. He's then taken as a prisoner, sold by his brothers into Egypt as a slave. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And then, like, he just continually trusts God through every step of the way. You know, and um, one of my favorite authors, Ellen White, she goes and describes that. Um, under inspiration of God and just so you know when he's on his way to Egypt he looks and he sees the hills where his father's tent is there and he just he's just weeping but um, his mind turned to God the God of his father and he pledged that he would go and um, you know like no matter what he would trust in the God of his father and look at what happened to him like he went from being you know just the second youngest in the family, you know, all the way up, he was like the top servant in Egypt. He was then put in prison and then became the prime minister. Mm. And like, and like, as he said, he saved much people alive, you know, because what his brothers thought is of getting rid of him. It goes like, yeah, no, you're not going and doing that. You're actually going and, just fulfilling my plan that I've got for this kid mm-hmm. in making him great among the earth, you know, a hero really. Mm-hmm.
0: That's really amazing that uh, no matter what consequences or trials or tribulations, really God can uh, turn that around and make it benefit yourself and others 10 times more. You can even see in the story of Job. But Jason, do you have something else to add to the story of Joseph?
2: Yeah, I was um yeah, I was thinking when when Joseph spoke to his brethren, um they were they were afraid now because of what they've done to him yeah. and um they expected that he was going to um to to punish them because he was now in a powerful position where he could have done that. But the question that he asked them was, you know, um am I in the place of God in the sense that uh, am I going to be, you know, show my vengeance on you because that's not for me to do, you know. This is, you know, um, for God to, to reward you for, for what you have done. Um, as for me, God has rewarded me because um, he placed me in this position so that I could, you know, um, uplift you. And note what he did, right, because of this position. He says in verse 21, um, Now, therefore, fear not, fear you not, I will nourish you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spoke kindly unto them. And, you know, I, I think that's just, it's, it's beautiful and it's powerful. When you've been hurt, when you've been wronged by the people who, you know, should love you, the people who should care for you. Um, and at the same time, you can turn around and nourish them and care for them and speak kindly to them. It's just a, it's just a powerful example, really, of, of what true love should be like. Do you know what I mean? Not, mm. not repaying evil for evil. But repaying uh good for evil, and I think joseph uh it, it's such a beautiful story of what you know what it should be like
0: mm, mm-hmm. and I think that these uh bible characters david joseph, I think they were a type of Jesus um, and that you can see that the biblical story really points um and all characters. Really point towards Jesus, and that's the third uh, biblical character I have here. And that uh, couple of Bible verses that stood out to me would be the classic Matthew uh, 7, chapter 7, verse 12. Um, the golden rule, everyone knows it, whether uh, or most people know it, whether they're Christian or not, is uh, basically do unto others what you would like them to do unto you, or uh, quoting sh- straight from the Bible. Matthew 7 verse 12, therefore all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Mm. So I think that was a good uh, golden rule there to point out as a powerful or one voice that Jesus have. But another one that I couldn't leave out because whether you're a Seventh-day Adventist, whether you're a Catholic Protestant, Jehovah Witness, I think uh, many people... And um, Christians, um, who call themselves Christians, really take this first to heart. And it is uh, the, the great, do you, do you know it? The great? Commission. Commission, yeah. yeah. So Matthew 28, 19 to 20. <laughs> Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. So those are the two uh cu- couple of verses that come to mind when i think of jesus can you maybe elaborate a little bit more on that
1: yeah like i think christ being our example in all things as it says in first peter chapter 2 verse 21 you know he really is what we should be looking at and you know he had a a voice that has been heard far and wide like I'm sure every country has heard a, at least a little bit about Christ. You know, mm-hmm. he is one person who in the end was put to death, you know, and treated horribly, but um, his voice continues on even today.
2: Mm-hmm. And, you
1: know, there's missionaries who go out to foreign lands and, you know, people who risk all to go and tell about this man who did so much in history, this man who's God and yet man at the same time. And, you know, it's crazy to think that, you know, he, he would do that, but then that he's going and, you know, he's lived thousands of years ago, but yet his influence is still felt a lot even today. And mm-hmm. it will throughout all eternity. Mm. And I think, you know, he's the ultimate um <coughs> uh, example of the power of one voice. Yeah. Mm.
2: Wow. Jason? Yeah, I, I have to agree with Delphia there. You know, it's it just seems um a little bit too too far fetched to think that just some, some random guy, you know, would like like for example, um Graham Bell, Alexander Graham Bell, that you know what he's done. He's made it possible for so many people now to be able to be able to communicate with their lovers across the world. You know that initial work that he did. It's it's so it's when you, when you look at you know what you know what we're doing now through through this podcast, what we do through you know WhatsApp and through um, Messenger, all these different kinds of things. They came from that foundation. Yeah, but that's I, I, I bet if you ask, like. Ten random people on the street, that 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 probably about eight of them will not know or would have heard about Alexander Graham Bell. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But at the same time, you go and ask ten people on the street, and they will say, "Yeah, I've heard about Jesus." All, all ten of them will say, "I've heard about Jesus." <laughs> and, and he lived live, yeah. live much before, and lived way before Graham, um, Alexander Graham Bell. That's right. And um, and it's not just some random guy who lives like you know. People go well. There had to be something more about him that his legacy has has lived on for, for so long and his influence has been so powerful and remarkable. Mm. There had to be something more about it. And I think that thing more about it is that he wasn't just human. The main reason why they killed him was because he claimed to be the son of God. He said, I'm the son of God. And that's the reason why they killed him. And if that mm. is true, and he is the son of God, which I believe he is, then by all means you know his one voice is probably the most powerful unmistakably influential voice in history
1: Mm, definitely and that's how you know joseph and david and a lot of the other bible characters that's how they were able to have such influence is because they had you know christ as like the center of all that they did so you know if you, it's like you get tips from you know the world's greatest voice, basically, is they went and learnt from him, mm-hmm. you know the different things, you know, and I think that's important even like now today in our lives to go and remember, you know, to look to him, and he, um, he's the best <laughs> example of what to share as well, you know, he shared how to go and have a meaningful and fulfilling life. He should have to have hope in a world that's hopeless, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, so he gave us ideas on how to go and be a great voice in our society today.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you very much, uh, guys. And um, uh, the moral of the podcast and the moral of this story is those who have an ear, let him hear. We, 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 in, in church, uh, I definitely hear that many times. Whoever has an ear, let him hear. You can find that so many times in, in Re- Revelation, how it says there, and also Jesus speaking. Um, and we also just need to be a witness for Christ, and that uh, when we do be a witness for Christ in the community, um, that we have the gospel message to share. And uh, being able to share the message um, helps us to learn and grow, as a Christian ourselves. And uh, just in wrapping up, I would like to just grab uh, the final thoughts from Delphia and also Jason. So we'll start with Delphia, final final thoughts.
1: Yeah, I think, um, you yeah, know, this has been a really great topic about, you know, the power that um, we we have and that other, others have had. And um, also, like, how you look at people who have had great influence and how, you know, some of them like adapted to go and meet the need of that situation to, you know, bring with force, you know, and it's that as well that we need to remember is being able to go and work with the varied minds because no one's the same. Like my interests probably aren't your interests. Your interests probably aren't Jason's interests, and so on. And, um, one of the examples that I love in the Bible, because you guys were talking about guys, I've got to go and stick up for the girls here, <laughs> um, is Abigail, which was later David's wife. When he was going there to kill her husband because of the wrong he had done, and she went out and met him and spoke to him. What is so interesting is she actually went and used terms that he would understand. She gave the example about how he was like a stone in God's sling. And I think that's something that we really need to go and work on as well is know how to go and deal with different people, um, which goes and makes a really big difference. You know, when you go and address someone personally on their level. And I think that makes it, you know, that bit more better. And, um, you know, how, you know, to those who are listening out there, you know, your voice isn't um, unnecessary. It is necessary. And um, you are put in this world for a reason, you know, even though you may not see it just like Joseph, you know, he may not have seen the purpose why he was, you know, sold and taken to Egypt as a slave, but, you know, God worked it out for good. So in your life, you know, God's doing the same. Yes, you may not be sold as a slave or whatever, but, um, you know, God still has an amazing plan for you. And if you'll be a hearer who um, accepts his invitation to come to him and to, you know, let him work with your life to um, so that you can be a powerful influence, you know, he will. I guarantee you he will, you know, even though it may not be clear at the moment. Yeah. Mm.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much,
2: Daphia. Uh, Jason, um, yeah, just looking over those voices again. Alexander Graham Bell made it possible for us to be able to, through the you know the initial work he did on the telephone, to be able to have this conversation. And then Jesus comes towards the top. Um, same as well with you know um, with uh, Justin Bieber and what he said he brings Jesus to the top as well. Uh, in the life of Joseph, Joseph's life is a bit like a life like Christ in that he, you know, he was betrayed by the people who were supposed to, you know, be there for him. Um, and there's so many other similarities between the life of Joseph and um, and the life of Jesus as well. And um, and David is even considered to be a man after God's own heart. And um, when we understand really the heart of God, it is just that. It is one of love. It is one of Um, trying to rescue and piece together that broken humanity. And um, I think if we're going to listen to that one voice, um, we've got to hear what the voice has to say. And the voice has to have an impact on our lives as well. So it's not just uh, sowing the seed and wherever it falls, but we've got to make a... um, we're going to make a choice, basically. And what happens to that seed? Are we going to just receive the words of, of Christ and go, oh, yeah, they they sound nice, but, you know, it, it's not for me? Or are we going to sort of take them to heart and allow them to um, have a, a deeper impact and bring forth, like, fruit? Um, and that fruit would be having a character, like David, you know, where you treat your enemies um, like, like your friends, basically. You do good to them. And... Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, um, that, that, that golden rule that you mentioned, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. And that's, that's the power that, you know, that voice has to transform and to change each and every one of us. Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: And uh, <clears throat> to uh, push a message out to uh, listeners, so to Christians, um, hold strong. I encourage you to, um, even though you don't know your Bible very well, uh, to go out to your friends, um, to your relatives, and and even just talk about Jesus um, and just let the Holy Spirit uh, move you. And the more that you share and you may stumble or fall, that will encourage you to learn more um, against those challenges, those pushbacks so you can push forward on for Christ. And for the non-Christians or maybe soon-to-be Christians, I would like to um, say don't harden your heart but um soften your heart that um like justin bieber said don't really follow religion but actually just read uh the bible and follow christ um and look unto jesus and um yeah just have an open heart to um listen what Jesus has to say to you um, um, through these Bible characters. And I really appreciate our Christians and non-Christians who are listening tonight uh, for opening up your hearts and opening up your ears uh, to take in this podcast called the power of one voice. And uh, thank you, Daphia, Jason, for joining us. Also to you, our listeners. Um, This podcast is proudly sponsored by Abbott Valley SDA church. Uh, They can be found on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Also, check out our website, avonvalley.adventus.org.au. Thank you for joining us this evening. And until next time, friends, goodbye.
1: Bye. Bye.